Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for you. You're listening to the Lunch Hour Anime Special. I'm Rage. And I'm Jolly. This week we watched Tiger and Bunny, The Beginning. This is a Night of the Living Geeks podcast. Check out our past episodes of the show at notlg.com. And support this program and the network today at patreon.com slash notlg. Okay, so I'm like really kind of irritated at that ending. Because it feels like it was supposed to be an introduction to Tiger and Bunny. Like, but it did feel like there's no dynamic changes. Like, I don't know, like, how, how far it was supposed to go. But even then, if it's supposed to be the first half of the series, Barnaby still kind of had a little trust in Kotetsu by the end of the first half. No, but at least he's not going to be rolling his eyes every time Kotetsu calls. We, like, I think that's all the progress this movie needed to get. It's just like to replace the first like four or five episodes of the show, maybe four or five. I don't know. It felt like it felt like it wanted to go longer than that. Yeah, I don't like know. the first like maybe third. Yeah, I mean, just get you up and so that you can jump from this into the Ouroboros stuff. The Ouroboros story, yeah. And then from there, you can do the rest of the show. Yeah, if you really wanted to. I don't know. I'm just for some reason that kind of irritated me. I, there was no real dynamic change. It was just Bunny's still an asshole. <laughs> Tiger's still an idiot, and the rest of the rest of the heroes are like, "Fuck that guy." Yeah, and they come off um a lot more like stock characters in this, too. Like Kotetsu comes off as dumber than he really is. Um, maybe maybe that's what it feels like. It felt like they they overplayed all the simplest as you know the simplest assets and traits that they had. Yeah, it was like yes, Kotetsu in the show is an idiot, but you can also tell that he's an idiot because of his over enthusiasm. And how he wants to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Here, he's an idiot. Just straight up. Yeah. Even though he, he, with the enthusiasm, at least in the series, he had some successes. You could kind of glean that he is experienced and he is more or less knows what he's doing. In this one, he's just, I'm going to go catch that guy and oh shit, look, bad stuff happened. I screwed up. Next time. I'll go next time. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, the Hero TV caught me holding hands with Bunny. Oh yeah. We, <laughs> which, then on the flip side too, like Bunny, like gets a like Barnaby gets the shaft because he just comes off like as an asshole. He comes. He off. comes off way more hardcore than asshole. And we know, having seen the series, like when he says like, "Oh, it's, I'm doing this to get the ratings for TV." Like we know it's because he's basically been raised to think that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like at the same time, there's a lot of times he just like instead of being apathetic or neutral, he comes off as dickish. Like he's. His fundamental character isn't that he hates Kotetsu. It's that he just doesn't care what happens to Kotetsu. And he just doesn't want Kotetsu to get in the way of his own success. It's not that he hates him. He's just apathetic and just doesn't give a shit. Yeah, that's the problem. Is, that's my problem. Is he's a rookie hero. Apathetic. Doesn't give a shit. Kotetsu does like what one thing wrong and suddenly just throws him away. Yeah. You would think that, that he would have... Like in the, in the movie, Kotetsu's ultimate plan to catch the bad guy was to stand next to Bunny and leave one entire escape lane open. Absolutely stupid. Like, he's... Anyone with seven brain cells or more can figure that out. 
But when Kotetsu tries to talk money, hey, I got this great idea, let's try it, Bunny just shuts him down. Yeah. yeah. Like, all, all Kotetsu has to do is like, I'll stand next to you, and Bunny would be like, no, it's dumb. And Kotetsu would be like, huh? Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah. But then he just kind of shuts him down, and that's where the dickish part comes in. It's like, dude, like, just, you're supposed to be partners. I know you fucking hate each other, but like, look, if you hate Kotetsu, let him make an ass of himself. Let him say something stupid, and then you can rebuff him. Be like, look at me. Yeah, the whole thing just doesn't like it. Do, doesn't seem gem, doesn't seem genuine given the depth of their characters in the show. And I know it's like the same thing. People are like, "Oh, the book is better." Well, of course, the book's like six hundred pages. Like, of course, the show is better because it's like twenty four episodes. So, of course, you're going to get more depth. But I think in this, like, they're trying to give you too much of a feel for too many of the other heroes. Like, the ensemble cast is a big strength of the show. But maybe it should have spent more. This movie should have spent more time introducing you to Kotetsu and Barnaby and their dynamic. I just felt it was kind of funny. It, was, it felt like a big flip because this is probably either an introduction or if you've seen the show, you understand what's going on. So in the beginning, Bunny seemed a little bit softer than he was from what we remember him in the beginning of the series. Yeah. And then it just went the opposite way where he just turns into a complete fucking asswipe. Yeah. Just turns like a complete fucking asswipe. And it's like, I. Like, is that the only way you know how to go for his contempt Kotetsu? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. I did appreciate the complexity of the villain a little bit more, though. Like, <laughs> once we got past past the come on, it's not that hard to figure out what's going on here, guys. Once we got past that, it's the realization: how exactly you're going to apprehend him? You're going to put him in handcuffs? Like, what's that going to work? Mm-hmm. So it was nice that we like that became a, a driving thing. Like, that's not annoying. Like them hitting their like pounding their head into a wall trying to figure out how the hell to actually capture this guy. That's interesting. And then, of course, it makes him a really good thief. <laughs> well, I, I was I was annoyed that they found out because they were literally, like, told by Agnes or whatever. Like, here's, here's his... Or he's a thief. Barnaby, Barnaby figured, figured it out. Yeah, and but, but, told Agnes to tell, to tell him. But it's also kind of like, how do you not see that? Yeah, as as being out there, like like the first fight, like I'm, you're, I mean, not just not just the hero, like hero TV, whatever, like the previews or whatever. How do you not feel like that one part where dragging kids on a ledge, overlooking the the villain with Rock Weissen about to punch him? How do you not notice that something's wrong when Dragon King leaps up, aims at where the where the villain is? And then happens to smash Rock Bison in the face with their staff. See, but I mean, like the one, the one that we got in this one when it's Wild Tiger and Barnaby running at each other with him in the middle, and then he swaps with one of them and they hit each other. Like, if you're the one who got moved, like I think, wouldn't your perspective shift? Wouldn't you realize that you're not standing where you were? Like that has to mess. Like your vision has to shift somehow. Like. You know, like the vision shift. So, something has to happen to your perspective of the world, your interaction with the world, to make you realize that you are not where you were. And like Sky High is an idiot, so I'll let that pass. And he just like <laughs> completely changed the direction that he was facing and everything. Well, not just completely changed direction, but they, he he, he wasn't a he wasn't a cage. Swaps out, and Sky High is like, oh, huh, this is interesting. How did I get you? But I'm thinking like Tiger and Bunny when they're when they're chasing like running at the guy, and then they smash into each other because he swapped. Someone had to figure something out there. Yeah. And it was kind of annoying when they were kind of yelling at each other, well, were you in my way? It's like, no one... But that's... See, but the, even then I give that a write-off because they're already... They're they're wrapped up in their battle with each other. That they're not... Pay, like, their mind's not in the fight. They're looking for reasons to be pissed at each other. Well, 
Kotetsu is just running at things full bore and not looking for what's going on. He just wants to punch things and fix it that way. That's like his M.O. Um, and Barnaby is going into it hot-headed looking for a reason to be upset with Kotetsu. So Barnaby in that situation isn't looking at it. He's just like, how did Kotetsu fuck this up? Not like, what happened here? What's the thing? What are the, what's the power? What's the, no, he's just like half going into it trying to figure that out and half, okay, how did he fuck this up again? Like, it's, you know, he's looking for problems where he's going to find it. True, true. I just felt like they kind of just boiled everyone down. But I guess it's a movie. So yeah. it has to, you know, they got to be a little standalone. It's a little standalone. So they got to do something in, in the, the hour and a half. But just felt like they boiled everyone down to just basics. Like, there's so much. Yeah. I mean, they, I thought that they could have at least done something better at the end. Like, I thought at the ending would have a little bit more, let's say oomph, but. A little more payoff. A little payoff. Barnaby still hates him. He just picks up his phone yeah. at the end and he's like, hi. You don't even know if he's going to go to the... Because they're, they're trying to do another round of drinks. Yeah. You don't know where he's going. And then we get the token the token development for Barnaby when the dad runs off and he like, like, oh, my father died too. I have a dead father. I need to go save the father. Like, that's that, out of nowhere. I mean, it's like... It's like you're trying to show that there's depth to this asshole character, and there might be a reason for him being an asshole. But you don't really, like, he's an asshole because his parents are dead, and so he, like, he has empathy, but only for people who are in, in his exact situation. Like, it, it felt shoehorned in. And, like, the, the, this, this show is about the interaction between Kotetsu and Bunny. And at the end of that, like, saving the father... Kotetsu's like, well, what's going on there? And he's just like, nothing, ignore it. I'm like, well, that's the whole point of this show is their interaction. <laughs> that's the whole, the whole, and then he just like didn't do anything with it. The whole point was the development between the two. Like, like he saves the kid. The least he can do is be like, um, I don't know, this dead dad. Something I'm compelled me. Something <laughs> compelled me. Who's got a dead dad and two thumbs? This guy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's harsh. Yeah, it's just, it just felt like they could have done something. Like, you know, what was that about? He just walked by stone face like nothing. He could have, like, walked by with maybe, like, some sort of pained expression on his face that Kotetsu could have, like, picked up on. Or he was he would be starting to have an expression, and then the thing goes down. Yeah. It covers him, like, his so, mask comes down. Like, just something that just shows that that dynamic deeply affects Barnaby. Yeah. Instead, he goes, he goes up, saves the kid, says, you know, saves the dad from falling from off. Off the, the tree cliff, and he just goes, "You guys should stay together." And then walks by stone face. It's like, what was that? I was like out of left field. There needs to be a little bit more, a little bit more explanation there. Yeah. I felt because, like you're right, it's about the interaction of the two. This might give might give Kotetsu a little bit more reason why or insight on like why Bunny, Barnaby's a bastard. Because you know, murdered family. That's a reason to be an asshole. The trauma yeah. that would that would definitely give you this kind of dynamic of okay, he's not just a dick; he's got some serious shit behind him. Yeah, I I feel like part of the problem with this movie then is that it's trying to cram in too many angles of too many different characters. Like maybe we did need Kaide in this, so we can focus. Like mentions got a daughter and he keeps leaving her. Like we didn't need her at the rink in town. You know, like have mm-hmm. her call him or have him call her and then have to bail. And so you get the fact that he's being a bum dad because of his job and his motivations with his wife. But you don't need all of what's in there necessarily. So maybe you give more to Barnaby. 
it felt, yeah, it kind of felt, it felt like two very different halves. Because the first half was kind of part of the show, but they altered it a little bit to kind of give them more dynamic. Because that entire thing with the giant sledgehammer statue, that's like a, a two or three episode arc. Yeah. In, in the, in the show proper. So they just kind of lifted that wholesale. And the second part was brand new material. I feel like they just kind of phoned in that second half. See, or maybe, like, we get little bits of every piece of the ensemble cast, but not enough to make any of them really interesting, except for Blue Rose. Blue Rose gets interesting stuff at the end, too. Um, and, like, the way that she gives, she gives Wild Tiger shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, that, we get, we get enough out of her, but, like, we get Orca on the Cyclone with his weeaboo bag, or with his weeaboo jacket. And like throwing the shurikens and like hiding in the corners, but it's not, it's not interesting stuff for an interesting character. I mean, it's kind of funny, but it, I, I feel like, and you get rock bison, and you get fire emblem, and you get a little bit of dragon kid. I guess dragon kid got kind of ignored somewhere in there, but some of these can be just background characters, and they don't need. I, don't. I think that's what I think that's what origami cyclone and, Dra- and dragon kid were. Yeah. Organic Cyclone just kind of, his entire thing was just to kind of sit in the corner and kind of do his ninja thing. That got mentioned and brought up like, enough times that I, I think it was, I don't know. Well, there was also the time where, his, I felt like his entire thing was, was to sit there and be like, Barnaby was really popular at the Hero Academy. The focus, the focus of the show is the interaction between Tiger and Bunny and how they develop into a good buddy cop instead of an antagonistic odd couple. Right, like mm-hmm. that's that's the main point of the show, but then also what carries the show is the great like the great cameo and con- recurring appearances of the other heroes. So I don't want to cut them all out entirely. Like Blue Rose matters and she's interesting, and Rock Bison matters and he's interesting. Like, they all matter and they're interesting, but there's not time for eight different characters <laughs> in this movie. I think I think Sky Hive got done right. The little moments with Sky Hive. I think <laughs> like him popping up in front of the camera at the end was one of the best. Oh yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, just, oh hey, I'm here too, guys. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're showing all the heroes, and then he just kind of pops up like what um, photo bombing. He's like, hello, yeah, <laughs> yeah. hi, sky hi, hello, I'm sky hi, sky hi. <laughs> oh god, sky hello. I think if they did a little bit, if they had a little less of the already footage, if they showed maybe ten or fifteen minutes less of that, because I think that was its nice own little wrapped up story on how they got together and how they hate each other. Now yeah. they're giving you more time with the actual interaction. Yeah. The actual the, the the new stuff, the original stuff, with the development of the accelerated development between the two characters. Yeah. I mean, I liked it. It was interesting. I'm just like at the end I was kinda like, that's it? Yeah. I was expecting like for a movie like a bit of a, a bit of a better payoff than just See, that's what, I was, that's what I was trying to say yesterday, too. Like, the villain doesn't lend itself to a big payoff. Like, he stole something. You apprehend him and get it back. And there's nothing at stake except for this statue that means things. Like, the statue doesn't mean shit. It's a little statue. Well, I was expecting kind of like a better tag team tandem way of defeating him. Yeah, so that makes it more interesting. That, that, like that, that, had to cooperate. That's the payoff I was looking for, was Kotetsu... The stars aligning and Kotetsu doing something competently, <laughs> and then Barnaby like, well, okay, you're a moron, but you kind of know what you're doing, so what else? See, but I'm, so, I, 
And then Barnaby just goes off on his own. And, like, the, the way that they beat the villain was to have, like, a decoy that he can't swap because Barnaby's not in the suit. He just leaves his suit there. And Barnaby's hiding. So, basically, you have two characters there. You could have done Kotetsu and Barnaby some way there. See, but that's... Well, I will, I will set up and defend what happened. So, like... It wasn't them cooperating, but it was them showing trust in each other. Barnaby did this having to trust that Kotetsu would not follow him. Because if Kotetsu's anywhere in the room that the villain sees, then his Barnaby's plan's done. Right? And by the same tiger by the same token, while Tiger has to trust that Barnaby will actually the rookie will make the the rest of the way he's planning mm-hmm. to. They like they do have to trust each other to give each other space. They didn't feel like two way trust. It felt like Barnaby telling Kotetsu to sit down like a petulant child and Kotetsu just kind of... Kotetsu giving the trust of basically saying, let's give him a chance to get this. Whereas Barnaby is just kind of thinking to himself, like, he needs to leave me alone. I didn't, I didn't feel like trust at all. Right, but that's why, that's, why we get the, that's why we get the shot later on of Barnaby seeing that Kotetsu was there and was out of range and was doing, like... Like, we get the, the, the you should have trusted him thing. So, I mean, I see where you're coming from. It is one-way trust, but then we also get the other one, like, the the Q, I don't remember his name, the quiet guy. Like, the, the, the whisper guy? Yeah, he basically comes around and says, you should have trusted him. Like, you asked him to do something and he did stay out. Like, he came with you for backup, and he stayed out of the way and let you do your plan. Like, you should have trusted him. And that's not what he was saying, but, like, that's what we as the viewer get, get out of it. Like, you should have trusted him. He trusted you, and you should have trusted him back in this situation. You should have just told him what the fuck... Like, that's that's what we were saying the whole time they were funny. Like, just communicate a little bit more. Tell each other what the fucking plan is. Yeah, this is <laughs> like... it's fine. Like, all you gotta do is, like, three more sentences, bro. Yeah. Just to say, I'm gonna go use my suit as decoy. Don't follow me, because that's gonna screw things up. Yeah. Or, or, or someone else, like... Someone else has to say, oh, he's swapping places. That's all it takes. Oh, we don't need 15 minutes of them looking like bumbling idiots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because no, we're hammering on that, though. Yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. That's a, that's a dead horse that I'm beating, and I, I'm picking up the horse, and I'm trying to squeeze more blood out of it and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I just, I mean, I feel like, I like it, but just, a dude stole a little statue. I feel like the, the, the um, the the kid animating like a three story tall, no, it was like a thirty story tall statue. Like that feels more important. Yeah, I feel I feel like the bigger deal happened earlier, and this dude was just like, it's a harder arrest because he teleports right. It's not just talking a kid down like that. If that were the big boss talking a kid down, then that's anticlimactic. Like I get that, but this is just like some shit that happened in a room that nobody saw. Like. I feel like you kind of have the the progression of crimes, quote-unquote, so to speak. So, like, stopping a kid from taking statues and destroying a city is a... And then when you go from that... Destroying a city to to, stealing a statue. To stealing a statue, and, like, a dude that can teleport seems like a step down. Yeah, so it's endangerment of lives, and then mm, property loss. Oh no! Like, they're gonna oh, lose no. faith in the heroes. Oh, it's a, it's a statue. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, but I mean that's why I'd say it's the symbol of statues. All the people will lose faith. Like, but I hate that crap. Like, why would they? It, there's no one statue isn't gonna cause them to lose faith. Yeah, no. Like if people, go, if if 
if the local police headquarters had a statue in the middle of it and somebody went in and stole that, I'd be like, well, that's embarrassing, but I'm not going to lose faith in the entire police department system because that happened. I'd be like, oh, that's really... How the fuck did that... Like, it's embarrassing, and you kind of... I'm not going to be like, well, if somebody breaks into my house, you know what I'm not going to do? Call the cops. I'm going to buy myself a shotgun and kill motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> it's also kind of like they're talking like... the. He broke in and stole the statue and got away. Well, he's a super powered superhuman. <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean, with you, what's your analogy with the cops? It's basically, it's not just like someone you know walked in, said hi to everyone, and took whatever gemstones in the middle of the police station, walked out. It's like Catwoman slipped in, like neutralized all the guards with with her super waifu, you know, <laughs> kung fu abilities. Well, yeah. Well, you know, dodged all the stuff. You know, just, she's Catwoman. She's yeah. the, one of the greatest thieves ever. And then a simple, a simple podunk police department is going to be prepared for that? Nah. Yeah. Or like, like an Ocean's Eleven level heist. Yeah. Like, okay, shit's going to get stolen. That's kind of, they're professionals. That's what happens. I get you're the police department and that's kind of, you know, egg in your face. But who gives a shit? I don't give a shit. I understand things get stolen. <laughs> this is this is you're putting GCPD up against like dark seat up in here, yeah. And you're expecting the GCPD to win. Yeah. It's like it's like no, no. And it's like the thing here is like a superhuman thief who can teleport, stole a statue. That's gonna be not so much faith, lost faith in like the heroes. That's just gonna be like oh shit. We should catch this guy before he steals more things. Yeah, maybe maybe we should like pull a full investigation, pull this guy's file way beforehand, or find out something on this dude. It's yeah. just, but it, it just goes back to the like anticlimactic. Anyway, what are we gonna do next? Are we gonna do? Are we gonna do hyperdimension? Hyperdimension Neptunia? Yes. Do you want to do hyperdimension? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. And then after that, we'll do Gundam. We don't. We won't do Gundam G. I don't know. You said something about uh, Tequila Gundam. Yeah, I know, but it's forty nine episodes. Ah, <laughs> if, we broke, of if we broke it up, at it'd, least, it'd be all right. If we broke it up, it'd be all right. But basically, just just show me the Tequila Gundam episodes, and I'm okay. Okay. I just I want to do Gundam because we've done the Gun Plus series. We've done Gundam Build Fighters and Build Fighters Try. Well, I honestly, which aren't real. Go- honestly, this is probably blasphemy. But as much as I ragged on those shows, kind of enjoyed those more than I enjoyed the gun the actual Gundam series I've watched. Well, yeah. I mean, this thing is Gundam has been around for so long. There's good and there's bad, and there's only been two of these, and yeah. they're not great, but they're you know. Yeah, Build Fighters and Build Fighters Trail are both pretty good. They're all right. I mean, they're all of the shonen tropes at once, but they're all right. They're all right. And in the Gunpla, or the, not Gunpla, the Gundam series I watched were not. <laughs> which one? Do you know which ones you watch? I've only seen, I've, I've seen Gundam Wing, which was meh. Yeah. And I've seen some of Gundam Seed. Okay. And I don't know, I just was not. See, I wish we. I was. I was not enthralled. I was not. I, 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 they didn't catch me. So there, there's a new four or five episode one called The Origin, which is before the original one. So it's like a prequel series, and it's actually really good. Okay. Um, we can do that. Yeah, I already watched it, but I'm happy to watch it again with you. I just don't want to watch. I just want to do something like Dragon Ball Z or One Piece or something stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go in at episode 200, and they're talking about shit that happened. And ep- you know, way before, and then it's kind of important. So it's like I don't know why X guy is fighting Z guy. It's because Z guy killed Y person back then, and so now he has a grudge. And it's like, okay, for me, that doesn't matter. I don't care. So maybe we should do because the Gundam and the Origin sets up the whole, the whole like overarching structure of the Universal Century. So once we wa- once you watch that, you'll know 
who the Xeon forces are, who Earth Federation forces are, and why they're at war. They cram all this in the five. Yeah. All right, sure. Yeah, we'll do that after Hyperdimension <laughs> Neptunia. It's just a lot of syllables, man. Okay, so we'll do <laughs> episode... called Neptunia. So we'll do episode one next? Sure, sure. Probably in a couple more days next week? Sure, sure. Yeah, okay. Cool. Please. Neptunia! This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.